Holy Shamoli, and welcome to episode 21 of One Plus One Makes Two. And listeners, I will begin today by saying that I am increasingly disgusted and sickened by the ineffectual decisions made by Biden and the rest of NATO regarding the Ukrainian war. The Ukrainian war can be described in several different ways, such as epical, portentous, significant, humongous, a mistake, too little, too late, tragic, criminal, cowardly. I regret that I must continue with complaints regarding the Ukrainian war, but the stupidity of the United States, NATO, in any democracy that cares, yet did not confront Russia prior to Putin's invasion is utterly foolish and cowardly. Now, Ukrainians are paying an enormous price with their lives, their homes, their cultural treasures, a burden which should and must be shared by all nations. Now, I wish to share this compelling insight with you now. Any military man will tell you all wars are decided by air power. Whichever side has the superior air force wins the war. NATO, the United States, the other democracies, all are foolish by not contributing to the Ukrainian air power. Ukrainian allies, such as the United States, need to be giving the Ukrainian air force the ability to destroy the Russian supply lines, armed forces, and air force. Unfortunately, Biden's cowardice and influence has prevented NATO from giving Ukraine the air power which is needed to assure victory, for they fear retaliation by Putin. Too bad Teddy and Franklin Roosevelt and Winston Churchill are not here to remind Biden that the only fear is fear itself. By overcoming fear, you can win a war. I'll be frank. We have no choice. But before we go any further, let me restate that here at 1 plus 1 makes 2, we make all decisions and conclusions based on common sense. Nothing tricky, nothing false, nothing invalid, fallacious, or fallacious. Just good old, plain old common sense. So let's describe several characteristics of the war using a little common sense for some of our conclusions. Here's some adjectives that describe what's going on. Unprovoked, unnecessary, criminal, destructive, unfair, murderous. And here are a few more adjectives which depict the conflict. Cowardly, too little, too late, delusionary, short-sighted. Now let's make a game of it. Ha <laughs> ha! Which adjectives describe Putin's attitude and behavior and which describe Biden's? Now, I want you to decide the answer to that yourself. I am certain that close to 100% of our listeners will apply the first group of adjectives to Putin and the second group to Biden. Tragically, Biden only recently has elevated his self-confidence to be less pathetic. For if Biden had shown the bravery and leadership of Zelensky, Putin would not have invaded Ukraine. And that his confidence now is but an opaque reflection of Zelensky's bravery and brilliant leadership. Frankly, Biden copped out 
as leader of the democratic and free world by merely being the spokesman for NATO. NATO should have been the leading force against Putin's Russia from the beginning. Unity is not one country fighting while the others reluctantly donate money and weapons. To me, unity is shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder fighting a common enemy, as well as all allies contributing finances and weaponry. And it is certain that the unity recommended here on our podcast, One Plus One Makes Two, is clearly more effective in dealing with a rogue nation such as Russia. And I am certain also that the hindsight given by historical narrative regarding this war with Russia will concur with the unity proscribed by our podcast. May the innate wisdom of common sense be the judge. Mr. Biden must come to grips with this fact. Some things cannot be negotiated, such as, for instance, one plus one equals two. If someone else says it's not two, it would be tough to negotiate by saying, okay, let's just call one plus one 1.76, or let's just say that it equals 2.03. That would be negotiating some sort of compromise. Everyone, some things cannot be negotiated. Nothing can make one plus one any other number, fraction, real number, imaginary, nothing. One plus one can only equal two. And as far as politics go, when you are dealing with a man like Putin, who bases all his decisions on lies, remember a lie is a form of theft which steals reality. It replaces reality with counterfeit, some values that are not based on reality. So you cannot negotiate with a man who lies, who does not agree on the reality of the situation. Putin is in that category. He lies not only to his enemies, but also to his own countrymen, whatever it takes for him to achieve his own distorted goals. Well, let me complete this conversation, which admittedly may be classified as a diatribe. Negotiations will only be made by a resounding defeat of Putin's military forces, air, ground, and sea. Mother Nature, would you like to add anything to this conversation? Common sense is your creed, Bob, and I wish all humans would use the same after all, it takes a lion to kill a lion, or a rhino, or something strong. A beast with commensurate brutality. You know, something like a rhino that has strength, size, horns, powerful jaws, and teeth with the ability to impale a body. Well, thank you, Mother Nature, for your graphic description of what it takes to kill a lion. And by analogy, what it takes to, to destroy Putin's military. Right on, Bob. You could compare negotiations with a deer trying to kill a lion 
Rightly so, dear mother, rightly so. Gosh, Mother Nature, you make me feel so good saying that. Why, I feel like sharing some wisdom, jokes, and having a good laugh with our listeners now. Go ahead, child, see if you can make me laugh. Okay, okay. A lady walks into an ice cream shop. Can I get a chocolate scoop on a cone, she asks. Sorry, ma'am, we're out of chocolate ice cream, says the man behind the counter. Oh, well then, can I get a chocolate sundae, she asks. We're out of chocolate, he says. Well, how about a chocolate milkshake? Well, the man's getting a little frustrated, so he says, Ma'am, do you see the van in vanilla? Yes, she says. You also see the straw in strawberry? I do, the lady says. Ma'am, you see the frick in chocolate? She says, there's no frickin' chocolate. The man says, that's what I've been trying to tell you. (laughs) Not bad, Bob. Keep going. Hey, how do you make a dead baby float? Answer, two scoops ice cream, one scoop dead baby. Bob, only an infinitesimal part of me is a human. Then I'll say this. That joke makes my stomach churn a bit. Okay, I'll switch joke categories. So here's some dog jokes. Why was the dog stealing shingles? Tell me, Bob, why? He wanted to become a woofer. Hmm, Bob, I'm not sure if that was an improvement. Well, then why do dogs make poor dancers? The answer? Because they have two left feet. Next. Let's say your dog's barking on the front door and your wife's knocking on the back door. Which should you let in first? Answer, the dog, because at least he would shut up. (whistles) Sorry to all you wives out there, I just had to give that one. Now let me tell you about my friend who got a rescue dog that has no nose. So I asked him, how does he smell? My friend says, awful. Bob, how about just one more, okay? I hear you, Mother Nature. Two guys come across a dog licking his own ball. One of them says, man, I wish I could do that. The other one says, I'd pet him first if I were you. Geez, Bob, I'm going now. Try another category next week. What do you think? Okay, Mother Nature, okay. Thank you for being here, and thanks to Danny Beale, our producer and director, and thank you listeners. We'll see you all next week.